When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 431. The five biggest assumptions I've made about business. Part two by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And hi again, welcome back to the podcast. I am Dan and I am here every single day reading to you from some of the very best blogs on entrepreneurship. Now, if you tuned in yesterday, you already know that uh, today's post is actually part two, a continuation from yesterday. So if you haven't listened to part one, I'd suggest checking that out first. It is uh, episode 430. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two as we continue optimizing your life. The Five Biggest Assumptions I've Made About Business, part two, by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. Myth. Nine out of 10 businesses fail the first year. This is just simply wrong. There's this myth that starting a business is very risky simply because most businesses fail. There's two ways to look at this. The first is how many people incorporate a business and still have that business running a year later. Most businesses are still around even after three years. Many of the businesses no longer exist because they were either sold or because the founder made enough money or executed some other exit strategy went to work for one of their clients, merged with a competitor, liquidated, made enough money, etc. There are many reasons a business might end that are not related to failure. One time I had a business that was doing just fine. We were profitable, we had customers, etc. But we weren't growing, and I wanted to put more time into ventures that I had that were growing, so we shut down the business. We didn't fail. We were profitable and doing well when we ended it. It's true that a lot of venture-funded companies fail, but that's because venture capitalists are usually horrible investors and have no clue what they're doing. The average company starts with a product or service they can sell immediately and become profitable. These companies survive and usually do well. The role of psychology. Many entrepreneurs focus on their product or service and how they can market it and deliver value to customers. Fine, but this is about 50% of the story. The other 50% is the sheer amount of time you have to spend talking with your partners about the psychology of dealing with shareholders, employees, customers, board members, regulators, and on and on. With every business I've ever been involved in, at least 50% of the time or more, I spend talking about people rather than talking about the product. Maybe this is a bad thing and why I'm not running a trillion dollar company, but I find this to be true of most small businesses. One time I was on the board of a small but growing company in the social media space. The CEO founder was a very smart guy who had developed a great product, but we didn't have enough customers and his burn rate, his expenses, were too high. I called him after we got the quarterly board report. You only have six months of cash in the bank, I told him. 
Yeah, he said, we'll raise money in four months and that'll keep us going. You don't understand, I said. You're already out of business. It's too late. Six months is the minimum amount of time required to raise money. It takes two to three months to visit investors. It takes two to three months to finish the legal. And that's in a perfect scenario. And if investors smell that you only have a month of expenses left, they will not invest or they'll try to destroy you and all the prior investors. I had to spend all my time convincing the other board members to then strategize how to convince the CEO to hire a bank and start selling the company. He refused for a long time, so we kept trying to figure out the psychology of how to deal with this. Finally, he sold the company when we were three hours away from missing payroll six months later, and even then, one of the board members didn't like the deal, and I had to be on the phone all night with him and his lawyer convincing him this was his only hope. The CEO walked away with $6 million in the bank. You're welcome. My brother-in-law and I were in the middle of selling our first company. It was so stressful, we couldn't take it. Where were the lawyer's docs? They promised them five weeks ago. What was going to happen? Would we sell? Would we go out of business? Did we waste too much time focusing on the sale instead of getting customers? I said, let's go. We went a block away to a gun firing range. We took lessons in firing rifles. We spent an hour shooting at a target. While we were shooting, I forgot about everything. Lawyers, acquisitions, the customers that wanted to meet me to discuss this or that. It was just my friend, partner, and brother-in-law and I shooting guns at a practice range not knowing at all what we were doing, just wanting to have fun. If you can't make it fun, it's not worth doing. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Five Biggest Assumptions I've Made About Business by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one, just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you again to James. He has founded or co-founded over 20 companies and published 20 books. He's also a contributor to the Financial Times, the Wall Street Journal, TechCrunch, and the Huffington Post. James is an entrepreneur and a writer, an investor, a trader, and a podcaster. And you can hear him interview a bunch of talented people on his podcast, which is called The James Altucher Show. So definitely check that out. So I think that's gonna do it for me today. I, of course, thank you for being a subscriber and a daily listener, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.